can you hear me yes we are okay we are live and recording welcome back for another episode of the biz babe bubble the place where we are here to remind you that when you feel good and you're your most confident girl you are the ceo your mum wants you to marry I'm one of your two hosts, Olivia, and joining me today, tomorrow and every day is the most wonderful Italian in the, in the whole place of London, or might I say Italy, it's the one and only Martina Ventura. Oh, wow. There that, that is a bit of a... What an intro, stuff. right? I, I wish my date would start with that. I'm like... <laughs> okay. uh, if you had known, we have been struggling for the past 45 minutes on how to record this podcast, because we were going to like use another technique and it just didn't work out yeah and also I want to say apologies for over promising on my last episode saying I was going to edit the most obnoxious and beautiful Christmas episode turns out technical difficulties took over so a good reminder under promise and over deliver going forward <laughs> you know what I say just keep your bar really low so you will never be disappointed <laughs> But it's okay. We forgive you, especially because you've had like a couple ankle pains this week. So we completely forgive you. Oh my gosh, I need to tell you about my week. I mean, you know, but I need to share with our listeners. Yeah. Bloody hell, let me tell you, it's been a rough one. Basically, I learned that this week my residence is infested with cockroaches and I never bloody knew. So, you know me, I take everything to the extreme. So I've been in full panic since like the last 48 hours I've bought every damn spray that I can find in, in the shop and I've sprayed my place oh I just it's awful I literally had no idea like the guy came and he was starting to put like some sort of disinfectant everywhere and I was just like so what are you disinfecting and he was like oh you haven't seen any and I was like seen what and he's like oh cockroaches oh my god I mean it just it took me back to Japan when one night a cockroach fell on me when I was sleeping. It me <laughs> oh my God, day. I remember that. Oh, dear. Uh, it was awful. And I was just like, I've just, I haven't been like feeling very like comfortable in my place for the last two days. Cause I'm just like, they could be anywhere. I literally went to go and see one of my neighbors snatching. And I was like, can you help me move my fridge so I can clean behind my fridge? Like, I've just become paranoid. I need to clean every like area of my apartment. Oh my God. Oh my God. I can only sympathize. And of course you're getting paranoid because you had no clue and now, boom, they're dropping this bomb on you. But Olivia's in the clear. Her apartment never I had know. anything. She's a clean girl. She's safe. I know, but I thank goodness because I don't think I could... I would literally be packing my bags if I saw one. I mean, I'm saying that, but I'm not going to see one in the coming days. <laughs> I'm so no. panicked now. I swear I'm on edge. Oh my god. No, it's fine. It's fine. It, it's your building, but it doesn't mean it's your place. So you are safe. Also, you already know what cockroaches are, what they sound like. So you if you actually had any, you would have already I think you would have already known by now. You would have seen something. You would have noticed. So you're safe. You're safe. You're safe. I really hope so. I really hope so. Anyway, how has been your week? Ooh, my week has been fire. Uh, no. <laughs> like Olivia mentioned, I actually had uh, a throbbing pain in my ankle like an old lady on Monday. I could, could not even walk. Um, I won't get into much of a detail, but it was not fun. Now I'm back on my feet, literally. So that's a good feeling. Guys, yeah. Guys, never take your health for granted or your even, even just your physical health because as soon as it's taken away, you're like, oh, why 
didn't I? Why didn't I appreciate every single tiny thing your body can do? Honestly, love your body, um, which is really in tune with today's episode. Um, it was it not really planned, is. But really, the is. theme of today's episode is being kind to yourself. So I feel like it's a nice way of like, because obviously this year has been a lot of stay at home. So it'd be interesting to know like how what you've done to make you feel good about yourself and like especially in these trying times in these oh my god don't, don't quote newspapers <laughs> to us okay don't you dare we've seen enough <laughs> <laughs> um what do you do when you feel a bit down like what what do you do to make yourself better this is what this episode is all about number one is now that i've embarked on these feeling your emotions kind of journey the first thing i do is I try to assess how I feel in the morning because I usually know how my day is going to be by the way I wake up, not in the sense of the position or anything, but I always have a feeling. So if I already feel sad, I'm just going to acknowledge it, be aware of it. I will get my journal, pretty much carrying it as part of my own body, like an, an, an extra limb and write down every single thing I'm feeling and also you journal in the morning yeah but when I started doing this thing that when I feel sad I will literally keep the journal next to me and every time I have a weird intrusive thought or idea I will just write it down and look at it on paper trying to basically detach myself from it and be a, a spectator to my mind and say okay I feel like this but then I try to be a bit more holistic about it now that I have it on paper and try to think okay what did I eat maybe the day before that has affected my mood maybe I ate too much sugar sugary foods that are not fruit uh, maybe I ate a very heavy dinner that didn't actually make me sleep really well. So maybe this is affecting it. And if I don't have enough sleep, I'm like a baby. I'm going to be very grumpy the next day. Uh, How many hours do you need, would you say? Oh, 20. No. <laughs> uh, I'd say eight, but it's not most, it's not about the amount of hours. It's mostly about the quality. Oh, speaking of these, uh, another thing that I do is try to go to bed and wake up always at the same time. It's not even about uh, the amount of hours. If you start training yourself, uh, your mind, your body, your everything will improve automatically. I read these uh, a couple of years ago and I started doing it. I was like, so the idea behind it is even if you get less hours of sleep, you have to wake up every day at the same time. Um, it's less- but Even on the weekend? Well, technically, it's about your sleep pattern. So you don't have weekends in your body. It's every day is a day. Um, you have oh. your own schedule. But the idea is, okay, try to be as pragmatic as possible. You wake up and you go to bed at the same time. Waking up at the same time is the most important part. You can be flexible about going to bed later, maybe for the weekend time. But it's important that you wake up always at the same time in the morning even on weekends because it sets <gasps> oh, but I couldn't because like obviously when you go to when you go when you wake up in the morning to go to work you wake up around what six six thirty seven oh I am waking up at that time during the weekend <laughs> well this is what works for me it doesn't have to be what you do for yourself but honestly it, it sounds more intrusive than it actually is once you start doing it it's very doable and you start reaping certain benefits you don't feel as tired 
even though you think you will be. But it's almost like your body automatically knows, okay, these are the hours I sleep. And I don't know, 7 a.m., 6 a.m., I wake up. That is it. And when you wake up at 6 a.m., it, it becomes natural and you're not tired. This is the magic of it. So this is one of the best tips I can give. And every time I, I say it to somebody, they look at me like I'm crazy. And honestly, I tried this because I was interested in the idea and it worked. So I also didn't have any type of resistance towards it. So maybe if you're a bit skeptical, you're like, oh, no, don't do it. Um, but this is one thing I do. And okay, back to the journaling. When I'm sad, I keep the journal next to me. Now that I'm working from home, I literally have this pro like blue notebook next to me and I always write down even silly things like, I am so pissed off because this person said these. I'm like, okay, cool. Let me just write it down. And then it's out of the way. Another way I'm trying to make myself feel better is probably trying to reduce my uh, artificial sugars intake. So I'm trying to focus on a lot of fruit because I have a massive sweet tooth. And I've <laughs> I've seen these articles and TED Talks about the horrible things that sugar does to you but oh but that's just too dark like you can't <laughs> like, I mean obviously everybody knows that sugar is bad for them but like if you I mean if you really understood how truly bad it is for you it's just I mean it would make you so sad like what would my life be without cabaret honestly I don't know but I feel like it, it's different uh, for everybody I have a tendency to eat a lot of sugar so it's not about the calorie intake it's not about a certain physique it's just that I will literally I always said it I literally have a portion of my calories devoted to sugary chocolate which is not normal <laughs> but no um, I completely understand because I'm the kind of person I know many of my friends who are like this like we can't just buy a packet of biscuits and just have a couple like for me if I have the whole packet or I have no biscuits there is no in between Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And for some people that's fine, but I've seen that uh, having a lot of that type of food is really impacting my mood, especially with this year where you had so much time to look in the mirror, self-reflect, mm. stare at the ceiling in boredom. I noticed how this food was really impacting my mood, not even my body, my mood. And I try to uh, detach from it, like not eat it for a couple of days and then monitor how I would feel after eating it again. And it felt different. It felt very, very different. I started feeling very thirsty, craving really salty foods, maybe to counteract that. I started feeling a little bit of palpitations. And I'm like, oh my God, this is actually how my body feels all the time. I just never paid attention. So, Oh, because you stopped it for a while. That's how you saw the difference? Yeah, it was crazy. And also, the, it didn't taste that good, which was... Oh, that's yeah. disappointing. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I was like, oh. I'd be so annoyed if I had like a chocolate bar or like a biscuit. And I was like, oh, that, that was not what I thought it would be. Like, you know, the bounty one, the, the, the coconut one? Oh, bounty is the devil in disguise. Are you kidding me? There is nothing more disgusting. Of course it wouldn't taste the same bounties <laughs> are, but yeah, I mean, I just can't. I was going around about bounties. They're not supposed to be here. I don't know what the hell. 
no, 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 that is just wrong. Of course it doesn't taste right. It's bloody disgusting. Okay, okay, sorry. Apologies for offending everyone who hates that. <laughs> I came from a background in which I liked it, but now I'm like, no thanks. It's, you, you taste all the, the, the way I can describe it is, wow, I really now feel the ingredients that are listed in the back of, the, of this chocolate. Like, I can feel the hydrogenated, I, Wait, for real? Well, yeah, I felt, oh my God. Because of that. It was disgusting. And I was like, okay, thank you, I'll pass. Um, but also, aside from the taste, I started feeling a bit anxious and jittery. And I'm not an anxious person, thank Jesus Christ. So feeling this pulp- type of palpitation, I was like, well, well, okay, I'm going to pass. Another thing I've been doing is move on to paying attention to how my body feels after every single meal and after every single type of food because I have all this time in my hands that luckily hopefully I will not have in the future now that we are moving back with the vaccines oh so you're trying to assess the situation while you can and then yeah good you'll be like I'm back yeah that's actually quite smart yeah but also moving back to what happened to me this week like I on, on Monday, I started having this pain on my ankle because I have damaged ligaments from doing dance um, when I was a, a child and also having a um, scooter accident when I was 18. And ever since then, I had to be a bit more mindful of it. Like I work out, I cannot gain a certain amount of weight because I need to be within a certain range. Otherwise it starts being painful. But then all of a sudden I had this atrocious pain and I got so scared. Olivia, I got so, so scared. And yeah, I mean, you both know me all week. I completely understand. Like, it came out of nowhere. Yeah, this is the point. And then I was like, I am such an idiot. Like, what am I even doing to my body? Like, I know that I need to eat very, very clean because of this um, injury that I had. Like, my um, eating meat is very inflammatory for your body. Most people fare really well with it I used to do the same but after my accident I couldn't so for me eating meat has to be very here and in between kind of thing I need to eat other things but now that I'm in Italy for Christmas I've been eating meat almost every day at least once so I was like what am I doing why I know that this doesn't work for me what am I doing yeah and I was like I need we always talk about self-care you know having that beautiful mask on your face not the mask for like not covering your mouth like literally having a face oh no don't talk about that kind of mask we've had enough of it yeah and having saying okay you need to treat you deserve it treat yourself all that but at the end of the day the most important self-care that you can do is fuel your body right. And this week, it hit me in the face so hard. And I was like, I'm, I'm changed. I'm changed. I need to really take care of my food intake, really monitor myself. Like, I've noticed that if I start my day with a ton of fruit, my um, mood will be better. So if I'm sad, this will be it. And well, that's really good. At least you've been able to determine that. I mean, that's like really good. And I feel like the fact that you've gone back to Italy and you're working from home right now, it's like a blessing in disguise in the sense that it's actually given you that time to reassess what works for you, what doesn't. Oh, yes, 100%. 100%. And this time I'm taking this lockdown as an opportunity rather than fighting it. And also another thing I've noticed that makes me feel 
better is skincare. After saying, don't be superficial, just fuel your body right. I'm going to go back to the superficial part. Because we are superficial people. I mean, come on, let's be real here. We love a good skincare. Yeah. We love a bloody expensive skincare. This is the problem. And then I look at my bank account and I was like, you were supposed to buy that cream. Why did you do that? Beautiful skin. (laughs) (laughs) Well, beautiful skin. I mean, for for me, it's kind of like, your meat is like my my cheese i have super super acne prone skin and like if i have like a piece of mozzarella you know that the next day i'll be woken up with like three like spots i have super sensitive skin so i completely understand your aspect of like you know that meat doesn't work for you in the same in sense that i know that dairy does not work for me either i know it's very heartbreaking when you realize it but at the end of the day like one idea that came to mind this week and maybe it can help you as well is there is nothing in the world that tastes as good as healthy feels like literally oh, i can give you a couple things that no trust me food. trust me if you if you have throbbing pain in your body because you basically fed yourself with junk you're like nothing is worth this pain like literally nothing oh, okay yeah the pain definitely i mean the taste of the food i could name you oh a pimple is fine who cares about a pimple honestly no no excuse me i like i didn't just have a pimple i had like a hundred pimples on my face and like redness i mean it was a whole hoo-ha going up on there but maybe you are slightly intolerant and you're just in denial about it well I don't know well I definitely know that I'm intolerant not intolerant but like my body doesn't process dairy very very well in the sense that every time I have a piece of dairy my face will react it's not that then like I feel unwell it's just that my I get spots and I'm tired of having spots I'm trying to get that under control I think you already know the answer to that but let let me I'll just leave you with it (laughs) What do you mean? I know the answer to it. You know how to make them go away. You literally have the answer in your hands. Oh, I know, but I'm just saying it's hard. A life with no dairy, a life with no chocolate. I mean, like, yeah, I'm the kind of girl like I'll just, I won't just have like one or two biscuits. I'll have the whole package and then call it a day. And then a couple hours after, I'll be like, oh my gosh, why did I do that? But during that time of eating the whole packet, it sounds amazing. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think we could also do a food episode because. We all should. I had eating disorders as well in the past. I feel like there's a lot I want to talk about regarding food. There's a lot to say. Yeah, I completely agree. But just to go back to your journaling bit for self care, mm-hmm. I've really got into journaling myself, but I don't do it in the morning like you do. I usually do it in the evening and I just write, I don't analyze everything that I write. I just like write everything that like I've been thinking about. And sometimes I reread it and I'm like, are you okay, girl? <laughs> what do you mean, um, such as? Like, I just write the most, I just write everything, everything. And for me, it's not about analyzing it. It's like, okay, today I felt shit because of this. And then I'm just like, okay, well, tomorrow's a new day. It's mm-hmm. going to be okay. But I just really write. I, I write to, uh, to like understand how I'm feeling. But also, in a way, I just write. So in a year's time, I'll read my journal again and I'll be like, oh, you were doing this thinking this like it's just because it's a big part of me just because I'm curious to look back on myself and how I was like for example when I was going through my breakup I journaled a lot and now when I read back this part of my life I'm like you don't think like 
you forget you forget how sad you get you forget like the crazy thoughts you have when you think you can't live with somebody and then and like now when I reread that part of my life I'm like girl if you knew what was gonna happen you shouldn't have like gotten in such a state wow yeah okay this is really good you go back to it and you just reflect on how much you've changed how much oh yeah I love doing that I love doing that because I just because I saw a, um, a saying one day, and I completely agree that you should always write down your lowest points because then you'll never go back to them. If you know how low somebody made you feel or how low something made you feel, you'll acknowledge it and then you'll never go back to it. And I completely agree with that. That's really good. That's really good advice. I think I should start picking that up as well. I never reread what I write on my journals. Like oh, you I it's so much fun. Honestly, like I literally, but I will start because this is different. It's a different approach. The way I do it is I write everything. For example, if I'm sad, I'm going to read what I've literally just wrote down. But other than that, I could finish a journal and then it could just be set on fire. I could not care less. Um, Really? That's crazy. I will completely opposite on that. Yeah, but there's no one way to do journaling. But I think yours is very interesting. I think I will start copying that. Well, yeah, I mean, everybody journals for their own reasons. Um, yeah, I feel like it, it's a really good way to like, I know that some people completely hate it. Some people like you and me are really into it, but it's a really good way of understanding and just putting it out there and then just thinking to yourself, oh, that's why I was feeling a bit down or that's why I was really upset. Oh, yeah. Also, if there's people listening that hate journaling, another way you can journal without the resistance is perhaps pull out your phone and record yourself talking like like a voice memo where you tell yourself how you feel and then you can just leave it there and at least you let it out without looking like you're talking to yourself like you're crazy because you're like I'm recording it it's for research purposes and (laughs) yeah no I've I it's not a bad idea honestly because I picked it up from I think it was Marisa Lay's from her podcast she's a um, manifestation guru and she mentioned how she does a gratitude practice where she uh, sends a voice note on whatsapp to her friends and every morning she's like okay happy friday i don't know good morning i'm going to be telling you what i'm grateful for today abc thing and i was like oh you can pick this up and do it for other things and there's a lot of people that resist journaling and i feel like Journaling is one of those things that people tell you all the time to do to feel better. But if you have a lot of resistance for whatever reason, you may actually start feeling worse because you're like, oh, this is a way I could feel better, but I really don't want to do it. I'm a failure. Mm, yeah. And no, I mean, you know. At the end of the day, everybody's different and everybody has their own way of coping with their emotions. Yeah. But I feel like sometimes with self-care, you have this set of rules and say okay if you want to feel better you should journal you should listen to these you should do that and if you don't resonate with these things you might start thinking oh there's something wrong with me and not like you said Mm. taking care of yourself is different from somebody's other way of of taking care of themselves like I think there should be a little bit more discourse about how everyone is different and you can have a tip that is amazing for you but not for somebody else which is something that yeah. I struggled at the beginning with all this self-care movement. I loved it, but a lot of things did not resonate <laughs> as much. 
Yeah, because everybody, yeah, everybody's different at the end of the day. And I also wanted to go back to what you said about when you wake up, you know what kind of day you're going to have. And I've tried this new thing for the past couple of weeks. I mean, I've had like a couple down days, but overall, I think it's quite, it's working quite well in the sense like the minute I open my eyes, even if I'm tired, I just automatically tell myself like, oh, you're going to have a great day, Olivia. Like you're going to like do awesome. I just try and like really hype myself up the minute I wake up. Oh my God, I'm going to steal that. It's amazing. It's wonderful. I didn't know that you I did feel that. like it, it really helps me. I mean, like I'm saying that and like yesterday I was like, Matthew, I'm not okay. <laughs> and like last week I called one of my best friends and was like, I'm not okay. But most of the time it works. I feel like if you just wake up and you tell yourself, you're amazing, you're going to have a great day, whatever kind of day is awaiting for you. I feel like that is a good way of putting things into practice. This is such a beautiful tip. I'm going to steal it 100%. <laughs> well, let me know how it goes for you. I'll just I'll just start sending you voice messages. I'm like, good morning. I just woke up. I'm amazing. I'm fantastic. I'm going to have a good day. <laughs> oh, and like, we have Isla, this thing with Martina when we send each other voice messages with me, we like give each other a bit of a sing along. We're like, good morning. Good morning. <laughs> I love it. I love it when you send me that. I'm just, I'm already happy. As soon as I see a message from you in the morning, I know that you will start with good morning. Good morning. Good morning to you. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> such a nice way to start the day and I also wanted to come back on the food uh, aspect for you obviously on your side in terms of self-care you've discovered a lot of things about what works and what doesn't work mm -hmm. for me I've just because obviously this second quarantine I knew that I was going to do it alone and in France you can still go to work but you can't do anything else and obviously now it's a bit more relaxed but for the month of November I had kind of like because I knew I was going to feel down at some point so I had kind of prepared a list of like things that I could do for myself if I started to feel down and for example I put out a list of foods that I was that are still like kind of healthy not really healthy but still a bit healthy that I could still eat and then feel good about myself oh such as <laughs> rice noodles with soy sauce and tuna okay one of the things I also love a lot in life except from Cadbury's is tuna I'm like a tuna advocate I love <laughs> tuna I put tuna in everything and yeah like my guilty but also like healthy meal is like I'm sure it's not that healthy but anyway in my head it's healthy it's rice noodles with tuna and corn and a bit of soy sauce and it is great I don't think it's that bad I don't know. Well, I mean, it's debatable on the amount of soy sauce I actually put in there. I mean, just just get the soy sauce with a bit less sodium and then you're good. Well, I do, but I still put like half the bottle. Not half the bottle, but like a good quarter of it every time I do it. But it's because um, the soy sauce, it's so good. You cannot have just a tiny bit. No. So good, isn't it? Soy sauce makes everything better. It's just like tuna. Is that just tuna? <laughs> it's like that's tuna. <laughs> that makes everything like feel better i mean in britain like a tuna and corn sandwich is like a holy grail like it's so good and when i try to explain to french people at work they're like that sounds so disgusting i'm like you're kidding me you still haven't had one that's why you say it's disgusting it's so good <laughs> that's what i do <laughs> and i also put on my list like self-care 
growing sense of shopping. I put a cup of tea because I love having a cup of tea when I feel down. I mean, I guess that's the British in me. But uh, yeah, and just taking care of yourself, affirmations, taking a bath, having a bit of skincare. And yeah, that's that's what I like to do to really take care of myself. What, what are your other points? I agree with all of yours. I will not repeat them. Another one is I do two things. Like it's one, but it's in two steps. Uh, if I really feel bad, I will just step away from my phone. And Olivia knows sometimes I just disappear. <laughs> and yeah, you go for a long MIA. And I'm like, are you okay? <laughs> yeah, but then I come back. It's, it's not a long hiatus, hiatus. I don't know how to say it. I, like, if I really, really don't feel it, I really recommend people, if you can, obviously, if you can, stay away from your phone. Stay away from it. Uh, maybe it's a few hours, it's a day. Like sometimes I will take the evening off, basically. Maybe I will reply to Olivia's messages at eight and then I'll be like, okay, I'm done. Like I'm literally done. And then once I've processed my alone time, I will do the opposite. I will start calling Olivia nonstop and say, and talk <laughs> to her so, so much because you have those friends that hype you up so much. And for me, Olivia is. 100% the gold standard of feeling so much better after I talk to you every single Oh, time. thanks. You're Ooh. the type of friend when I'm like, I need somebody to be like, Livia, get it together. You're going to be fun. And I'm like, okay, I'm great now. <laughs> <laughs> and you're the opposite. You let me just vent. And then I'm like, what do I do? And then you're like, okay, you can do this, you can do that, but it's going to be fine. It, it's just very calming and relaxing to talk to you. Like you listen to the, the down part, then we get to the fixing solution and then we get to the hype and then I feel I better. Mean, is there a whole SWAT situation going on when you talk to me? <laughs> <laughs> so here are your strengths, here are your weaknesses. <laughs> Honestly, I recommend it. If you, I, I Also, it depends on your personality. I am really good at being by myself a lot. So if you're one of those people that cannot stay alone, well, this is for you. If you cannot stay alone, you need to stay alone the most. But aside from that, just step back be a little bit in your head but not too much because you can get lost in your head and that's not a nice place mm, and that's true you know sometimes you just don't want to talk you don't want to say anything because maybe your energy is not good and I'm very aware of my energy so I, I don't like to give off a bad energy or if somebody wants to have a really good conversation with me but for whatever reason maybe they have a really good news but I know that I will not be good enough to match their excitement I will just step back and then come back to them because oh, I, that's good I feel like if I'm not on the same like energy I'll just have a bit of a random and then I'll be like I'm good let's keep on going <laughs> yeah but the other person can sense that and I feel like it becomes a point mm. of conversation in the sense that these people are excited talking to you uh, if you're not in a good mood well, I don't think it will really kill their vibe, but it will be like, oh, well, it has a bit downgraded my vibe. We could have just talked another day if you were feeling no, so bad. exactly. Um, so going back to that, I was listening to a podcast the other day and I thought it was so interesting of how like your thoughts affect your mood so, so much. Like if you have negative thoughts. Ah, your thoughts, sorry. Your thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> your thoughts were like, affect your mood so much and I think a part of self-care is also like really controlling like what your thoughts look like because I know me like sometimes I'll be just looking in the mirror and I'll just like 
think the shittiest things ever and then I'll be in a bad mood and I'm like well look what you've done to yourself oh my god no don't do that don't speak bad about yourself absolutely but I just try and be like so mindful of like my thoughts right now but it's just, I don't know yeah I just really try oh no you need to get them in control because it really is a, I don't have that I used to have it when I was little I would literally stare at myself in the mirror and be like you're ugly like just just accept you're ugly it's fine you have other qualities move on I don't understand where you're from <laughs> oh and I was literally God. six years old staring at the mirror and be like you're ugly but it's okay at least you're a nice person let's move on I was like what the hell was I thinking what but you don't do that but I feel like we can talk about in another episode of like how we're so judgmental of ourselves it's terrible I guess it's a bit of the Aries in you you may be judgmental about yourself because you're judgmental about others around you or maybe you expect so much out of yourself that as soon as you sleep a little bit instead of being like well I did 99% of what I wanted you, you just get mad at yourself because you didn't go all the way to 100 uh yeah probably I've put a lot of expectations on myself that is definitely true that's good but you know it's good to I never deliver (laughs) now you're talking negatively about you shut up you're talking negatively about yourself I will not tolerate it (laughs) this is how we talk with Martin on the phone I'll be like oh yeah I didn't do that and she'll be like just get it together Olivia no we're not here to listen to your negative self-talk because that stops Mm -hmm. right now amen to that that is very true yeah just stop it i'll whip you otherwise <laughs> and this is how we talk to each other <laughs> okay friendship <laughs> goals <laughs> um, anyway do you have one last point before we wrap up this episode of how like it is important to take care of yourself and what other things you do when you want to put yourself in check and just make you feel make yourself feel better oh yes go for a walk literally that just that go true. a walk or a run that is that always helps a lot like just having the music blasting in your ears and just not thinking about anything going on a bit of a run when you come back you feel great even if you just run for five minutes sometimes I just go out for five minutes well not because I want to just because after five minutes I'm like yeah I don't want to run anymore <laughs> but it's just getting out there sometimes sometimes we make problems so big in our head and then as soon as you step out the door and get some air you're like oh okay it's not as bad oh my gosh it just makes me remind do you remember when we were in London and we always would like put our names down for these six o'clock classes do you remember these like bike classes and every time we would text us we would text each other at six in the morning be like do you really want to go and then the other one would be like well you choose no you choose okay I don't want to go okay let's go back to bed (laughs) we would always do that but we kept on persisting on putting our names down for the earliest class in the gym and then we would be blocked from booking classes because we didn't yes we were banned what was it called pure gym we were banned from pure gym (laughs) (laughs) well i'm glad to report that we both got our lives together and we don't do that anymore olivia doesn't book classes (laughs) at 6 a.m and i i don't book classes i go at 6 30 by myself lower expectations and I lower your expectations and you will have a high income. <laughs> yeah. I return return on investment ROA or R R O I. Sorry. Mm-mm-mm. Very true. One last point before we wrap up this episode. No, I think this was it. So 
Olivia, back to you. Well, thank you very much for listening to this episode of the BizFabe Bubble. Oh, big news. We have an Instagram account. Please follow us. So we still haven't put any content on it. But by the time you listen to this podcast, hopefully we will have published some really cool content. So please, please, please give us a follow. It's going to be a great Instagram page. We have high plans for it. So yeah, thank you very, very much for listening. If you're if you stayed until the end, once again, we hear you, we see you, and we really, really appreciate you. Thank you very much for listening, and we will see you for a whole other episode next week. Have a good one. Bye. 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 <laughs>